dear listeners, welcome to Psychiatria, the show where we explore true healing and everything that might mean. I am Danny, your host, guide, and fellow human on this journey. And this is part two of my conversation with acupuncturist Rebecca Davila. And if you haven't listened to part one yet, be sure that you go back and do that. We do jump right into the conversation today, and having listened to part one will make this conversation much more clear to you. So today, you'll hear us tell stories from her experiences with clients and my own journey with acupuncture in order to illustrate some really powerful aspects of TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, that you can easily take home with you. We mentioned the five elements in part one, and here we go into detail on each of them, teaching you to identify its qualities and learn how it might be showing up in your life. We take it even further and discuss some of our favorite points and how you can use them for specific purposes at any time, no matter where you are. And we also show you that contrary to popular belief, there is a lot we can do with acupuncture and its teachings without the use of needles. So without further ado, let's get started. All right. Welcome back for, for part two, Rebecca. Thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with these, uh, these different elements, um, I think this is so fascinating. And it's sort of, uh, from what I've learned, you know, listening to other podcasts on acupuncture, this is part of my preparation for episodes, these sort of like five elements ideas is kind of a, a special school of thought per se, or like there are different like types of or specialties or I don't remember the lingo. So what are some of the, like when you say, okay, I'm, I'm a, a fire, I'm a heart person. Um, I also think it's funny that I'm a Sagittarius, which like, you know, Zodiac land, that's a fire sign. So, um, and I remember one of the first things you said about me when I walked in to your office was, oh, do you feel a lot of things? Because you have a, you have a heart shaped face. And I was like, yes, I feel so many things. <laughs> um, <Yep>. yeah. <laughs> so. Perhaps if you feel a lot of things mm -hmm. and you feel them very passionately, you may be a fire person, which I only know from my personal experience. But um, let's go through the other elements and and how people can kind of like personally connect with with them. Sure. So there's this whole branch uh, of facial diagnosis. Right. And mm. I don't have a specialty in it. I just have an interest in it and mm -hmm. and, and five elements, too. So uh, I'll start with you, just what I noticed about you. So you have these um, really nice cheeks, right? They stand out. <laughs> I kind of have, what is nice about them? I guess it's you tell like, me. It's uh, like they, they, I don't know that, I don't know like the, the word for it right now, but, but they stand out, you know, like they're hmm. prominent. Okay. Right. Uh, strong cheekbones. Yeah. Is that yeah. What, what I just say? said you're cheeky. That's what I told you. <laughs> you're so cheeky. cheeky. <laughs> I'm cheeky. And they're. I kind of am cheeky, but. <laughs> <laughs> and they're blushing. You know, they have a color to them too, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes they can be pale or. But yours are nice and and, and rosy. 
Mm. And the shape of your face is even a heart shape. And so um, what, and I could just feel that you, you feel a lot. And it also means that you're passionate. You have a lot of interests. And so mm. having to, it's a common thing for heart people to have so many interests and want to do a lot of things and to, to have to kind of, somebody has to tell them, slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so that and then you know then then the feelings that go with it and very expressive too mm -hmm. so those are all um heart you know traits heart person traits shen traits yeah uh also can get um you know the other side because every organ system or it has when it's healthy and kind of when it's less healthy right and so mm -hmm. overwhelmed, I would say, is something when, when it's, um, you know, being challenged. I can get overwhelmed. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can think of um, somebody as far as the kidney element, which is the water element. That's, we think of it, deep waters, you know, mystery. Somebody who maybe mm. is really quiet, but it's a lot going on underneath. We yeah. would say the kidney element, the water element predominates in that person. Interesting. And um, I should say the emotions and all the organ systems have emotions. So for the heart, going back to the heart, it's joy. Right. Mm. So um, and maybe anxiety would be for, you know, the other, the when it's less balanced. So for the water element, it's the when it's not as balanced, it would be fear. And when it is, it's willpower. It's the ability to really make things happen. And so yeah. I, I remember um, this person came in, you know, I met them in the clinic and so afraid, so afraid, always worried and afraid, like afraid of that they had left something undone at work, afraid of what someone would think of them, afraid of what might happen tomorrow. And that was mm. right away I said, oh, this is kidney element predominating, right? Yeah. Um, real quick. Yeah. Is, so each of the five, like, naked elements, each of them corresponds to an organ, which then has its own channel, is how that yes. works? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. And flavor and color and emotion. Mm. <laughs> each <Yes>. of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's really neat. So the color of the kidney is black, right? The color of mm -hmm. the heart or fire element is red. Mm -hmm. And so we started working on with this person that I'm telling you who is kidney predominant on basically, you know, treating the kidney. Fear. Mm -hmm. Fear was predominating. And um, we still work together, which is which is nice because, you know, once once you get to a point um, where that kind of like you said, you reset that uh, neurological memory. Right. Mm -hmm. Then then you are at a different it's a different place that you're at. But some people still will come in, even if they're thriving, because they they just they feel it's important to also honor that, right? To, to yeah. stay in that place um, of thriving so that they can keep developing themselves. So I can tell you that probably I worked with this person a year and 
he's a different person. Like I, I want to have the willpower that this person has now. Mm. I want to have the voice that he has to create boundaries that he now creates. Wow. I want to have the respect that this person has at work now. Yeah. And I think what he tells me is that he used to do things because he thought he should or because he um, felt like he wanted to please. But he was always putting himself last. And now he's first. <laughs> Yeah. In, in a healthy way you know he's still very considerate loving all that good stuff but he does not he puts him he's a priority and mm-hmm. he's not walking in fear yeah and so I want some of that <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said wow I'm so I'm so um inspired and that happens yeah. all the time I'm so inspired by people that I work with so it's a mutual mm. healing mm-hmm. so that's a yeah. kidney yeah. If I may ask, mm-hmm. what um, what primary element do you think is yours? Ooh. I I think I'm lucky uh, to be Earth element. Earth mm. is uh, neutral in a lot of ways. You know, like um, you know how the Earth is, it's floating around in space, right? But it's not mm. wobbling, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's. It has its orbit and it's it's keeping us really balanced here, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's when it's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when it's less healthy, uh, it's ruminating, overthinking, 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 and that depletes everything. That depletes the blood and chi in the body. It depletes the digestive energies. So Mm. we need to be careful Mm -hmm. with earth element. But I think in terms of being a practitioner, I I feel it's it's lucky, right? Because I'm able to hold a space for earth, water, fire, you know, bring it because Mm -hmm. earth can hold it. And, and, um, you know, earth is it, it takes care of us. The earth literally helps us be here. Right. And so I think in terms of. A practitioner, the earth element is is caring. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it can be really, you know, self critical too, right? Yeah. <laughs> so all those things, but but um, I I'm happy that I happen to be. I mean, I have other elements just like we all do, but I think that's probably my predominant one. Then I have kind For of sure. a round face, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it goes yeah. with that smile is you know the the sound is ha you know like a smile not a laugh but a smile <laughs> <laughs> the earth the earth uh element is the uh, color is yellow mm-hmm. yeah wow this is so fascinating um okay i'd love to cover cover each of the elements yeah. so let's um wood which element yeah is that? wood is pertains to the liver its color mm-hmm. is green um, when it's when it's uh, healthy, the wood element is so good at getting things done. Mm. Gets things done. They don't mess around. I know you know people <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oftentimes they have checklists. <laughs> yeah. Um, to make sure that things are in order, getting things done is a. So when it is uh, less balanced, um, it can like really get frustrated easily mm. anger it's 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 emotion 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's you want a leader who has good wood qualities mm. because healthy yeah. a healthy wood person does adapt, but you know yep. they're they're able to adapt and get things done, and yeah. they have vision too. So yeah. I love that element, yeah. and all of us have it. It's just we have it at different degrees. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's interesting as you're talking about them. I'd be like, oh, I see. Like, I see where that trait comes out in me, and I see where this one comes out in me. And, um, you know, and like when you were talking about the earth, I'm like, oh, definitely, I've had those very self-critical <laughs> days, and like expecting a lot of myself. And, um, I think <laughs> sort of the world and life like requires us all to learn, um, some wood traits. Like we sort of have to have the organization and drive to to like do the things that society expects us to do uh which is a whole other thing (laughs) okay what we have one more we have lung just metal oh i want i want to go back to just real quick to the liver because i Mm. recently worked with someone who was going through a crisis and this person is a liver dominant person Mm-hmm. And um, this person has experienced lots of trauma, different types of trauma, like big trauma, like macro trauma and micro trauma. You know, things that are mm-hmm. bigger than the self. Like there, there are things maybe that happen in their country that cause them to have, mm. you know, unstable periods, right? Where, you know, losing of home, separation from family, things like that. But because yeah. of macro issues. But then also, you know, it's always all levels right and so then there were some things so so what happened is that the person had an incident and and they actually um, had to to leave their home in a different state right and they happened Mm. to come to michigan and particularly Mm. grand rapids so i was lucky to be able to work with um, that person and what what happened is that there was a lot of uh what, what we call liver young rising a lot of anger right headaches, really um, strong heartbeat, blood pressure went up, all those things. And, and what I explained to him is that it was the liver element, but what he, what, what, what he couldn't stomach the situation that had happened, Mm. couldn't stomach it. And so lots of uh, nausea, vomiting, literally could not stomach what had happened. And because it brought up a lot of uh, earlier trauma that he had, even when he was two, when he was three, that things that he remember, you know, five years yeah. old and all of it, he's, I, he said, it feels like when I was five, my stomach feels like when I was five. And I was like, it wow. is, it is that, you know, it's, it's not, it yeah. feels like it is that. And mm. so we, we worked on, um, stabilizing that, that, that earth element and bringing down the overactive liver wood element. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say that, you know, after the second session, you know, he definitely stabilized. Mm. And we'll be heading wow. back, you know, <laughs> soon. Yeah. Oh and my I'm going to see That's him a amazing. couple more times, but but that was like almost crisis mode. And he felt yeah. comfortable, more comfortable coming to a natural medicine person or, you know, that kind of modality versus maybe going to get some high blood pressure medicine he just didn't want to go that route and he could have and it probably would have been fine too but you know we we all have preferences and i'm happy that i got to meet this person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's liver you know all this yeah there's too much too much happening in the liver 
Yeah. So what's yeah. the next one? Lung. We were saying lung. Yeah. Which lung metal? Is lung? Metal. Metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So metal is uh, it and it's its color is white. Um, its season is fall, right? And so this is around the time where we do want to focus on that element. All of us, we want to make sure it's strong, and not just because of the current, you know, pandemic uh, environment. But we always, in Chinese medicine, in the fall, focus on strengthening the metal element, which is our lungs, because there's going to be a mm-hmm. shift here, right? So we want to start taking, you know. Things that are warming um, and making sure our immune system is strong. So when that element's kind of cool because they're about righteousness. <laughs> uh-huh, they're about justice and making things just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we need that. I I love that about it. So you'll see uh, a lot of people that in, are in a social justice world, like organizers, uh, even politicians. They, they, they're strong, like justice people, <laughs> metal mm-hmm. people. When it's um, less balanced, what is theirs? I, I think, I think also they, they tend to really be critical. Mm. You know, easy to point the finger or mm. put the blame somewhere else and then hold mm-hmm. grudges too. So that's why lung yeah. seven is about letting go. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like, Arr! Bite you, and I'm not gonna let it go. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure we can all re- find aspects of lung in ourselves. For sure, for sure. Well, yeah, and as you say, all of these things, like we have all of them, right? Yeah. To different in different ratios. Let's see. I'd love to talk about how people can potentially at home sort of like find some some balance in these things so say if they if they're listening to this and and they're like oh i i'm a water person and i have a lot of emotions but they're like all the way down there (laughs) and uh, i don't talk about them and you know so so what are some things that people can potentially can do or to keep in mind for these different elements to kind of find some balance that's a wonderful question i think that we all already do things that Hmm. make our element more balanced our predominant elements right and sometimes that looks like the people that we surround ourselves with Hmm. right so uh sometimes uh, a water person might really gravitate toward earth people Right. Or maybe to a fire person who's so expressive. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think we do it. I think it's becoming mindful of like, hmm, which one do I kind of gravitate towards? And what am I already doing? But not as consciously. Right. Yeah. To to kind of balance my element. And so Mm -hmm. you'll see. uh Liver people just, um, they tend to, like, do sports a lot <laughs> because they, hmm. you know, um, they need to move a lot. They're doers. So they're, they're mm. if, if, if you're talking about a child, they love to play on the, on the playground. Like, they would never stop, mm-hmm. like a liver child, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, versus, like, a water child, um, you know, they might bring a book, <laughs> 
and sit on the side of the playground and read and feel just as comfortable mm-hmm. in their element that way. So I think we're already yeah. doing it, but uh, but it's nice to 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 kind of have uh, an, a perspective that we can say, oh, okay, this is one way to look at how I'm being, you know, and mm-hmm. what I'm doing about it. And and I think of it as, mm-hmm. as and I tell you this all the time, like even tradition, as much as I love traditional Chinese medicine and and feel lucky that it's in my life. I feel that it's one way, right? To right. to look at life and to look at the body and and our, our beings. And so I, I feel that way too when we talk about the elements. It's it's one way, it's one perspective, and it can be really useful. For me it's super useful. And so it's it'll be it'll be fun to see, you know, who kind of takes it another level and does some more research around it you can look up like five elements online Um, maybe I can pass on some of the books that have been super helpful to me Danny yeah absolutely yeah any resources that you have uh websites books whatever we can grab all the names of those and we'll we'll put them in the show notes for people to to check out um I love how much room like how much this encourages curiosity about about ourselves and our bodies and like the way that I mean even the way that we relate to people right like I'm thinking of it's sort of interesting um actually some of the people that I've dated in the past I think they were also like fire people per se sometimes I I think and as you're talking about it sort of maybe we're attracted to people who like help us balance but I think I was attracted to them because I I've had to suppress a lot of um, my fire in my life to survive situations I've been in. Uh, so I was sort of attracted to these people because I'm like, oh, they have this thing that I have that like I want to learn to live more. And when it, you know, I say that I've learned something from everybody that I've I've been with. Like, I mean, everybody that I've met, but especially the people that I've dated. And one of them literally taught me how to just feel like for the sake of feeling you know (laughs) and (laughs) for no no reason no outcome like you can just watch a sad movie and like cry on purpose just because you want to (laughs) and I'm like this is such a novel concept (laughs) but um yeah it's so fun um so one of the other things that's sort of in this vein that I want to talk about too is how the actual points, the acupuncture points, um, the points on the channels correspond to these ideas, to these feelings, or uh, these messages, right? That we can we can send our body, and how we can learn to use those and I think it also has this kind of intuitive aspect so I'll I'll share a couple that I've observed and then we can talk about other ones uh and what you know about about the ones that I'll mention but and this isn't a recent session you told me that there's a point um I think it's like kind of just behind on the bottom of your foot uh, like just behind like your second and third toe kind of in that area and you're like this is the most grounding point on the body and I was like oh I roll my feet out all the time with a lacrosse ball. And like, I love that spot. <laughs> and you're like, see, your body knows. <laughs> my kids. <good> just... <laughs> um, so that's one. And then the other one 
which I think is super interesting, um, is uh, if anybody out there has ever used C bands like for motion sickness, um, it's kind of it's on your wrist, like between the two main tendons, you know, like two or three inches down from like your top wrist crease. Um, and I actually have a tattoo on my wrist that is sort of like right on that point. Uh, but obviously it has that sort of physical um, property of decreasing motion sickness. But I, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I remember you saying other super fascinating things about this point. So <laughs> let's start there. Sure. So you're talking about on the wrist, like two finger widths up from the wrist crease. That's PC6, pericardium. That's a pericardium channel. Mm-hmm. And all the points obviously have their Chinese names and their mm-hmm. meaning, right? So mm. that is something that I plan to get more involved with. Um, but for, for now, we'll just call it pericardium six. And it's a beautiful point. It's on the pericardium channel. And, and the pericardium channel starts at the middle finger and goes basically to the pericardium and then a little below it, right? And so that, that point in particular, it calms nausea, just like you said, just like that bracelet. Mm. But it's also mm-hmm. calms the sh- it's it's calming too, not just for the mm. nausea, but for the mind, mm-hmm. and it helps with digestion. Yeah. So remember, I told you when um, that person could not digest. Mm-hmm. That's a point that I used. Mm. Not digest that you know very crisis situation. Mm-hmm. Um. So so it, it has that, and all of them do have that physical and emotional component. So that's that's a really beautiful point. Anybody can do it. You just kind of, you know, you can dig your nail into it and you feel the difference. Like uh, you don't have to do mm-hmm. it hard, but because it's between the two tendons, your nail is really helpful. Mm-hmm. And if you're quiet and still, you act, you can feel that working. So that anybody can do when they're feeling like their stomach is upset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Even even can help uh, even with elimination, but also opens it opens the chest. So sometimes if you're kind of congested, for whether it's real congestion like a material or if it's an emotional congestion in the chest, yep. it opens the chest. Yeah, yeah. And I I just want to say too, in um, our first episode together, we talked about the pericardium and how it uh, does so much. Like it surrounds our heart and it sort of everything that kind of goes in and out of the heart <laughs> passes through the pericardium. Um, and when we're in situations where we f- feel like where we kind of need to close off, like that becomes tightened and protective of our heart. So yeah, the pericardium points are special in that way. I think. They are special. And they, the pericardium guards the emperor, which is the heart. Hmm. So in some traditions, mm-hmm. acupuncture traditions, they actually don't really treat the heart channel as much. You know, mm-hmm. they'll treat the mm-hmm. pericardium or they'll treat the small intestine channel, which connects strongly with the heart channel. Mm-hmm. But only under certain circumstances would they treat the heart channel directly. That's some traditions yeah. because it's the sovereign king, you know. Yeah, it's respected. And there's like there's a reverence for it, so I'm understanding. Yeah, yeah, this sort of yeah. which side tangent. 
why don't we all feel that way, you know, <laughs> about our hearts, like our sacred selves, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. I think there's such a beautiful message in, in those traditions of being like, that part of you is sacred and beautiful and like, we want to respect that and not change it, right? We can work on these other things to allow that to express and do its job. But yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Isn't it cool? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was just having this conversation with someone the other day at the clinic that in respect can, it can look like a lot of things. So sometimes, you know, it's protected for a reason. And so if we too easily let um, people get to the heart, you know, um, in relationships mm -hmm. that maybe aren't healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Then you just allowed someone to penetrate the heart that maybe wasn't going to value it. Yeah. And so having that discernment to know who is worthy of having mm. your heart, you know, mm -hmm. is really meaningful too. There's so many yeah. ways to look at it. I'd even think about chess, you know, like I, I would say in chess, probably the king is the heart, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So interesting. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Um, okay, so back to some other points. Um, one of the other ones that I thought of as we were speaking is on the top of the foot, um, sort of near where like the toes attach, kind of also like second, third, fourth toes. Um, I remember you telling me like you can sort of kind of like rub that like outwards, uh, which I believe is like a releasing kind of. Mm -hmm point is that right yeah are you talking about the point that is between the the fifth toe and the fourth toe think about there on the Maybe. outside i know you've done several of yeah like points at the base of my toes yeah so if, <laughs> uh, if we're talking about the one that is between the fourth and fifth toe that's a beautiful point it's um yeah like a little bit below the web of the fourth and fifth that is gallbladder point mm. and gallbladder point is it's beautiful because it releases a lot of stuck chi mm. mm -hmm. right yeah. and so if you're feeling oh man i'm stuck on this and i don't know what to do and there's frustration with it that point right there it will get things moving <laughs> no mm. matter what yeah uh, and release frustrations but if you're talking about the big toe um after the I would say the second uh, joint, like kind of where people have bunions. Some people have mm. bunions, right? Mm -hmm. There's like a little hollow space there. That's spleen three. And that one's beautiful for grounding and for mm. clearing the mind. So automatically like the intellect, um, it's an intellect point. I think of it like that where the mind becomes mm. sharper. Mm -hmm. And so that's yeah, a good one. It's is that something I know sometimes you'll do points in my feet um, or in my lower legs and you'll kind of say like let's just bring things down that's that's that point yeah or that channel yep yeah the gallbladder yeah. yep I know you talk about gallbladder a lot with yeah me. I think that's something you use a lot the gallbladder is me. the young aspect of the liver mm. so the liver itself like the organ system of the liver is is yin right in nature mm -hmm. In Chinese medicine, but its partner organ is the gallbladder, which is young, super young. Mm. So they all mm -hmm. have 
you know, the yin and yang component and their partners. But the, mm-hmm. the first point you talked about, Danny, which was on the sole of the foot. Yeah. Right? Uh, about the middle, kind of where there's a depression if you, if you like, were to bend it or flex it, I should say, flex it. There's a depression between the big toe and the other toes. Mm-hmm. And that's where you roll that ball. That is the most yeah. grounding point. So sometimes if we're too much in our head, you have a headache or just don't feel grounded, that that's a beautiful point for that. Mm-hmm. It grounds you immediately. And you were doing it already. So we what you know, mm-hmm. you you were just uh intuitively treating yourself to ground yourself. Mm-hmm. And we do this yeah. all the time, even with what we yeah. eat, you know. Some people yeah. say, Oh, I love pumpkins and you know, yams, you know, that's yellow, orange, yellow, and that's the earth element. That means they are treating themselves <laughs> for, mm-hmm. you know, their spleen. Yeah. It's so cool. Yep. Yeah. So, so we do it with points and we do it with food and in so many ways. We're, we're so intuitive and we just sometimes don't know how intuitive, how much we are. Exactly. We're so intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. Another popular um, point is uh, between the thumb and the index finger remember that one mm. yeah so there's this web between those two and it's kind of painful oh, i do remember this one <laughs> um i've had some interesting experiences with this one <laughs> have you yeah well yeah i remember a couple of times you've done it there was one time where like it got real hot like it, it um like it flushed the area flushed yeah and uh it was so it wasn't painful but um, like we were just kind of observing it and keeping an eye on it. And you're like, let me know if it gets uncomfortable or whatever. And I was just like, no, I'm just fascinated. Like this is so, so weird. And eventually it sort of dissipated itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell us about that point. So that's LI4, large intestine four. And it goes to the face. So it, it addresses, uh, it can address a headache in a different way than that lower gallbladder point it's a lot of times i use it for like congestion in the eyes and the nose sometimes we feel it um, in the sinuses mm-hmm. so it can work for headache too if it's a frontal headache yeah and it's it's moving it's really moving it's a buzzy point you mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. going to activate right away um, and it moves the chi out of out of this area of the it's the stomach you know the large intestine and the stomach are also partners, and so uh, the cheeks and the mouth they're all pertain to the stomach. So it moves things from that area down. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mm-hmm. if I see too so much tension, which sometimes I have in my face, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And what I what I love about these points and these principles is that they're things. They're um, tools that people can go to anytime, anywhere. I mean, so many of us like fidget with our hands anyway, especially if we're in kind of a tense situation. So like you're hitting these points, you know, and um, doing something for yourself. But I think I found it to be really helpful, you know, when emotions come up or, or I'm in a situation. I'm like, okay, what resources do I have right now? What can I what do I need? What can I offer myself? Um, and sometimes it is just sort of saying like, okay, I'm just going to like 
press on this point a little bit. I'm going to breathe <sighs> and uh, we're going to ground. We're going to center. We're going to release my face. We're going to, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> so what, I, what are some other some other ones that can be used in that kind of manner? Um, especially, you know, if people are, we've talked about some some grounding and some releasing ones. So um, let's talk about ones that may be more relevant for depression. Mm-hmm. And yeah, things that may be um, kind of, I mean, centering is good for that yeah. as well. You know, sometimes it's uh, rubbing can really help too. So mm, bringing some energy. Yeah. So let's say let's say you have um you know sometimes you can be depressed and also feel unsettled. Yep. Right? And so there are two two things that I would recommend for that. So it would just be taking your palm the palm of your hand and rubbing uh I would say clockwise on the chest. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a good practice to kind of come back to the pericardium, to the heart, and soothe. It's soothing. Yeah. And you is. can do that too for the abdomen. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. like I said, when we have these emotions, chi is stuck. It really can get stuck. It's an animating force and it can get stuck. And so uh, rubbing the belly, you know, the abdomen. And I'll give you uh, a, a nice trick. So you do it uh, mm. to activate. You do it clockwise. But let's say you have diarrhea. <laughs> mm. You would rub mm. counterclockwise. So that's what we oh. do on, on kids and on babies. Interesting. Yeah. It, because, yeah. you know, we're not always, it's not always, uh, like you said, needles aren't always necessary. We have other modalities, too, that I want to share with you. But, yeah, just rubbing counterclockwise with when someone has diarrhea or even nausea. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Hmm. Yeah, so cool. So cool. Or rubbing the back, you know? Mm. Clockwise. Which just feels good. <laughs> like, yeah, it just feels good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about most people like a good back rub. Yeah. Um, what is the, you know, your chest is your pericardium, your heart, stomach is your digestive system, then all of those, all of those channels. What would the back then correspond so to? So the back is so cool, and um, chiropractors know this so well. You know, all every, um, you know, what is it called? Vertebrae? Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> On the spine, like, it's it corresponds to a particular organ all along the back. Mm. Whoa. So if, towards the top, again, it would just be, the you know, the other side of it, it would be the top would be heart, pericardium, lung. Okay. You go a little lower, then a little lower, then like about the diaphragm and below would be the digestive system. So you can rub, mm. you know, clockwise. Lower would be liver. And then right, um, the lower back would be the kidneys. So that's a nice area mm-hmm. to rub, especially when there's fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so well, yeah, and the kidneys, I mean, mm-hmm. anatomically are are located yeah. more in the back. So Yeah. Yep. And you can do so it in the cool. front too. Like you can be you know, below the umbilicus, below the belly button also is the place of the kidneys in Chinese medicine because we can treat them mm. directly or through the front, you know. I I mm-hmm. often give more front treatments than back treatments. So I mm-hmm. still can access the kidney channels through the front. 
so you can rub the yeah. front too. So it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. There are so many, so many resources in this, in Chinese medicine. And that's, I don't know. I, I'm just kind of, <laughs> we were talking earlier about how some of the conversations I have on this podcast can feel like very abstract and, you know, there's sort of a, in this mind body world and these conversations that I'm having, there are some that are, feel more concrete and be like, this is a, this is the thing that we do and it has these results and it is beautiful. Um, and then there are other things where it's like, yes, this is this abstract idea and you can live through it in this way and experience it. And um, that can be hard to like latch onto, but also is beautiful in its own way. And I feel like Chinese medicine has a really cool way of, of bridging that, you know, and I don't know, you just feel all the years of wisdom behind it I think when when talking about it that you can say okay yes like you can touch this physical point on your body and then it accesses all of this other stuff you can send these messages you can release this stuff and then there's a the whole element of intention with it right like if you are holding a certain point and you you know if you're holding that point on your wrist and you're like okay I I want to relieve this nausea you think about that you can think about your stomach settling yeah that's a uh, so cool beautifully put <laughs> yes i do i feel like intention is a huge part of it too mm-hmm. because when we think about primordial chi right like that's like uh what we we in chinese medicine we say it's uh between it exists between the two kidneys this potential right Hmm. And um, for for those folks who are, you know, more familiar with the with the Christian Bible, um, it talks about the darkness before light. And I I think of hmm. it like that. Like I think that there was all this potential before what we know as our world came to existence, right? And yeah. and, and in Chinese medicine, that energy is held between the two kidneys. Yeah. That potential. And so we can wow. we can put intention into every aspect of our life and it's that much more powerful. We're already powerful even even if we're not as intentional, but when there's intention behind it, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's um when you said primordial, I <laughs> the phrase that popped <laughs> into my mind was like primordial goop, which <laughs> <laughs> which i think uh, i heard somewhere yeah. like in an evolutionary class or whatever like that's the on the earth before life existed like those were the like pre-bacterial things it was just this like primordial goop that was <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but as chinese medicine would say like that that was chi you know and in there and <laughs> ready to actualize that, yeah yeah uh i also just and now i'm just sort of picturing this like little packet of primordial goop like, <laughs> on on my lower back between my kidneys <laughs> which is kind of like makes me want to get like an amoeba tattoo there or something like super silly because I'm like, yeah, that's that's where my <laughs> primordial goop my potential energy lives <laughs> I will forever call it that from now on. 
Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, what a cool, like, somebody, I hope somebody out there has a podcast or a blog or something, like, named Primordial Goop, or, like, just in talking about, like, the potential of life and humans and, yeah. Wow. All right. So. <laughs> um, that could be your next one, too. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. You know, I like uh, I like how you said that it's it's tangible, because um, part of part of my mission and philosophy as a practitioner of this medicine is to share those tools with people. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. you know, it's not just about coming to the clinic and getting treatment, which is a gift too. Um, but oftentimes, I love to, you know, teach teach people these tools and so we can talk about moxa which is a heat therapy and cupping which is a lifesaver for me oftentimes and these are tools Mm -hmm. that i um i love to teach people yeah 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 i i think um i think we may we may save those for for the (laughs) next one okay We're just gonna keep rolling with I don't No, that's good. That's uh, good. We'll do it another time. But yeah, this has been cool. Yeah. It's been cool. Yeah. Um yes, there are there are so many tools. There are so many tools related to tools related to traditional Chinese medicine. Um I will just say like briefly about cupping and maxa and definitely want to have you back on to talk about those further because I think they deserve their own space. Um, but my understanding is that it's just sort of about bringing blood flow, like chi, I, I suppose, like to certain areas. Um, absolutely, and lots of good stuff can happen from there. So, uh, yeah, like cupping is. I love, I love having cupping done, like on my back and my shoulders, and it's so good for releasing knots and tension and stuff back there, which all of us desk sitters have these days. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah I think there are so many beautiful things to be learned here and to explore and uh, I'm so glad that we've been able to hold the space to talk about all of it today and learn about the elements and learn about the points and you know people at home just stay curious about what what you're doing what your body is asking for uh and like you say the things that you have always done and haven't given much thought to um yeah is there anything that you want to leave the peeps at home with today yeah i I really um encourage us to trust ourselves you know Mm. to like exactly what you said to keep being curious to learn to be still sometimes if we can which is you know practice that can be developed so that we are able to see things in a different light sometimes but it's all there you already have it it's already you already have those treasures within you and sometimes it's about discovering already what's in you yeah yeah most of the time it is (laughs) (laughs) 
Most of the time it is. And uh and knowing when external things like acupuncture, like yoga, meditation, chiropractic, like all the all the stuff that we talk about on the show, knowing when those things will help. Right. Yeah. Um I always feel like it's important to sort of throw that in there when we say it's all within you. It is, but it's also so okay to need help accessing that. Yeah, that's. I think that's where where these types of medicines are key because they do open. They help to open up, you know, things that maybe you didn't access before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do think they're instrumental in that way for sure. Yeah. Wow. I'm so happy. This is such an amazing conversation. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. For... Thank you. Yes. Namaste. <laughs> uh, and until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, dear listeners. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Free Range Psychiatry. You can find out more on this virtual holistic psychiatry practice and all the wonderful things going on there, as well as links to the things that we spoke about in the show notes. If you want to check out Rebecca and Vita Acupuncture in Grand Rapids, Michigan, be sure to check out her website, also linked there. And if you have questions, thoughts, feedback that you want to share with us or ideas for future episodes, please get in touch. You can send me an email at podcast at freerangepsych.org or message me on Instagram at psychiatriapodcast. And remember, if you like what you heard, follow us on your podcatcher of choice and leave us a review. It really helps to spread the word so that others can learn about true soul healing. All right, dear listeners, take care, stay curious, and I'll catch you next time.